Welcome to The Doctrinal Component with Tom Nettles, brought to you by Founders Ministries. Founders Ministries is a reformed teaching organization committed to the recovery of the gospel and the reformation of local churches. For more teaching material by Dr. Nettles, please visit founders.org. This is Tom Nettles. Welcome to this edition of The Doctrinal Component. Uh, Today, I want to talk a little bit about the introductory remarks that George Whitfield made in a sermon of his as he was about to disembark from a ship called the Whitaker, where he had sailed to Savannah, Georgia. And he was preaching to those who had shared that journey with him and was admonishing them to be thankful for the mercies that they had received on their trip from England to Georgia, for the dangers they had endured, for the possibility of imminent death that had pressed upon them at time. And he chose as his text Psalm 107, verses 30 and 31, that says, Then art they glad, because they are at rest. And so he bringeth them unto the haven where they would be. Oh, that men would therefore praise the Lord for his goodness and declare the wonders that he doeth for the children of men. Then he begins his sermon. Numberless marks does man bear in his soul that he is fallen and estranged from God. But nothing gives a greater proof thereof than that backwardness which everyone finds within himself to the duty of praise and thanksgiving. When God placed the first man in paradise, his soul, no doubt, was so filled with a sense of the riches of the divine love that he was continually employing that breath of life which the Almighty had not long before breathed into him in blessing and magnifying that all-bountiful, all-gracious God in whom he lived, moved, and had his being." And the brightest idea we can form of the angelical hierarchy above and the spirits of just men made perfect is that they are continually standing round the throne of God and cease not day and night saying, Worthy art thou, O Lamb that was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Revelation 5.12 That then, which was man's perfection when time first began and will be his employment when death is swallowed up in victory and time shall be no more, without controversy is part of our perfection and ought to be our frequent exercise on earth. And I doubt not, but those blessed spirits who are sent forth to minister to them who shall be the heirs of salvation often stand astonished when they encamp around us or find our hearts so rarely enlarged and our mouths so seldom opened to show forth the loving kindness of the Lord or to speak all, to to speak of all his praise. Matter for praise and adoration can never be wanting to creatures redeemed by the blood of the Son of God and who have such continual scenes of his infinite goodness presented to their view that were their souls duly affected with a sense of his universal love, they could not but be continually calling on heaven and earth 
men and angels to join with them in praising and blessing that high and lofty one who inhabiteth eternity, who maketh his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and daily pours down his blessings on the whole race of mankind. That introduction prompted in me several things that would be good for us to contemplate and think about as we seek to repent of the sin of ingratitude and to fill our hearts with the kinds of things that will give us perpetual thankfulness to God and will open our hearts to understand more fully His glory while we are here and will prepare us for that time when we shall without hindrance praise Him forever. So I want to think about a couple of the things that will be true of us when we are in that state of being free from the presence and the power and the possibility of sin, ever expanding in our knowledge of God, ever expanding in the perfection of all virtues and righteousness. What will be our state then? And when we think about that, we can seek to inculcate it into our lives even now. Well, one thing that we have mentioned and that was the purpose of George Whitfield's sermon is that we will be free of the sin of ingratitude. And when that state comes upon us in eternity, one of the things that will occupy our time is the giving of thanks for the blessings of providence. In Revelation 4, we see that this is indeed what the inhabitants of heaven do as they thank God for his providence, for he has created all things, and it is for his sake and for his glory that they were and are created. He has created the world as a display of his wisdom, as a display of his power. We will see that more fully then, and we will be thankful for every, every blessing of providence. And so we should seek to place that in our lives even now. Also, we will see the reality of, of answered prayer. We will see how the saints' prayers have fit in with the purpose of God and the will of God and how he has answered these prayers according to his own beauty and according to his own purpose. And that it is these prayers that have uh, caused all things to link with God's decrees and working all, out all things uh, for his glory and our good. Also, we will be free of the ingratitude for the fullness of salvation that has been given us. We will see justification and sanctification and adoption. Uh, we will see the promise of glory and we will see uh, resurrection in glorious bodies as things that are infinite in, in their wonder and infinite in their glory. And we will inculcate a, a thankfulness forever for those blessings of the full salvation that has been brought us by Christ. We will also understand the great wisdom there is in God's divine decrees of election to salvation, his having loved us before the foundation of the world, and in that love has predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ. We will see how that is a great manifestation of divine perfection, and so the, the doctrine of election will serve as a great source of thanksgiving and make us free of that great sin of ingratitude. So we are, we'll be free of the sin of ingratitude. Also, we will be free of the dullness 
of our perceptions. We will sense the bond of love uh, with all of our brothers and sisters in Christ, even though we experience it many times here and sometimes in very exalted ways. There, there will be nothing to hinder it. There will be no, there will be no jealousy, no envy, no backbiting. Uh, we will not be slow to look to the interest of others, but we will uh, rejoice in their salvation, rejoice in their perfection, rejoice in their glorification. We will experience the bond of love without any fetters uh, and our perceptions of uh, how blessed we are to be among those that are elect of God will overwhelm us. Also, we will be uh, free of the dullness of perception about the glory of the triune God. And so we will sense to the very limits of our capacity that is increasing at all times the glory of this one true God, seeing his wonder of this three persons, each having distinct uh, personal properties to an infinite degree, and yet all in the one simple united essence of deity. The beauty of that and the mystery of that will never be explored and never be exhausted even in eternity, but its beauty and its wonder will unfold on our senses throughout eternity. And this, the, the dullness that we have to that now will be removed. Also, we will sense uh, the wonderful perfection of our Savior. We will see the perfection of his condescension and humiliation for the sake of sinners, and we will see the perfection and the glory of his exaltation, having saved his people and having conquered death. We will also sense the wonder of his humanity, the perfection of his humanity, and we will see what it means to love our neighbor as ourself, because Jesus is the perfect man, the perfect neighbor, uh, the one who in his incarnation did everything according to the will of God and now is that glorified man in heaven. But we will also see the infinite glory of his deity and we will marvel at how both humanity and deity were present in one person. Well, these are some of the things that will be true of us in heaven that will remove all ingratitude and will allow us to join with the spirits of just men made perfect and with the angelic hosts in singing praise to God and giving eternal thanks to Him. Thank you for joining me today for the doctrinal component. I look forward to our next visit together.